If you're a fan of pasta, we've got a great offer for you. Pasta evangelists make delicious, fresh, handcrafted Italian pasta dishes and deliver them straight to your door. You get sent everything you need to prepare your meal in just five minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 10 delicious dishes with vegetarian and gluten-free options. You can have regular deliveries or just order once. They get rave reviews as well, with Times food critic Giles Corrin calling their food mind-blowingly delicious. You can try Pasta Evangelist's pasta yourself and get handcrafted pasta meal for two for just £4 with our special discount code. So go to pastaevangelists.com and put in the code BRUMRADIO for £10 off your first order. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. Barbara Nice here, and I think, what day is it today, Paul? What is it? A uh, Friday. Yeah, it feels like Friday. It's a Friday. So I'm here saying hi, it's here, and I'm waiting as usual for a guest. What we're doing, if you don't know, is we're talking to people on the phone, and Paul's very clever, has found a way of doing it. So I'm in my little spare room, really, and then we talk to people across the country. And I'm thinking of going global. So if anybody's listening, thinking, oh, you could, I can, we can. Have anybody on this show, and that's what's lovely about it. And I'm very pleased and proud to say that today we're going to be talking to Rob Rouse from his lovely house in the Peak District. And uh, if you don't know, Rob Rouse is he's a brilliantly inventive and very, very funny comedian. He was in Upstart Crow on the telly, he's just been on there at the West End. But more than that, he's a genuinely lovely, lovely fella who's full of fun. He's got a fantastic family. I've stayed with them when I was jigging around the country. <clears throat> He's doing this wonderful thing with chickens. And I just want to talk to him because I'm telling you now, like I said, he's foth, full of fun. I want to do these kids' readings. Yes. Dolly Parton's started to do it. Oh, yeah. And I don't want Dolly, you know, doing what my idea was. <laughs> Stealing Barbara's idea. It's like that, Dolly. Yeah, that's the true. The race between me and Dolly. I imagine Dolly Parton's got her own studio, sadly. I know she Probably has. sings to herself. <laughs> it's an unequal thing, really, yeah. Paul. It's true. But she's got the American market. We'll focus on the Brits. I know, <laughs> but we've got people. Where did you say they're listening? Oh, America, Japan was a big one, wasn't it? Japan's oh, it's crazy. After I know. This, what, what we're doing. Australia. Don't get, we've got to get there before Dolly Parton. Probably. <laughs> Listen, Paul, say. I want this recorded, what I'm saying. Because I'm annoyed with Dolly. She's got enough of me. But when's She's it nice. going to stop, Dolly? Well, she only works from nine till five, so we yeah, can go okay. five to... <laughs> right, Thank you. Yeah, okay. It's funny how close we can get with all this distance between us. That's what's finding very piggy and interesting. There is, Paul. Are you finding it interesting? What yeah. What people said about what makes Saturday, Saturday? Ah, uh, yes, we did uh, put a question out. Barbara's big question, what makes Saturday, Saturday? And we got quite a few responses on the old Twitter. And if you've got any on yours separately to me, Barbara. But I got a few people saying, uh, at Little Hales 85 she says, movie, drinks and a takeaway makes Saturday, Saturday. Oh. Um, Catherine, uh, Catherine with lots of numbers, I can't really read that out, but uh, she says, uh, Saturday was always brunch day, anything goes, partic- not particularly healthy, but still very special, lots of carbs and meat. Just making it and, day, it? Yeah, JR says, starting drinking earlier without the guilt, Anton Deck on the telly, and chips for tea. Now, chips for tea is a big Saturday thing, I yeah, think. Yeah, all right, okay. Do you know what I'm thinking? Yes. You can still do all them things. 
you can still make some of you can actually the chip shops are open where they are around our way which i think is quite good really because it's fast food you go in and get it so you, there's no reason why yeah. you can't make saturday saturday still i think it's just more of an indulgent day though so you'd, you'd refrain on the weekdays so obviously the chip shops would go out of business <laughs> hello hey here he ah. is hiya now listen <laughs> how is it for you I'm listening. In love. Tell us where you live again for a start off in Derbyshire. Well, I live in the Peak District. At the moment, I feel good. I feel, I feel fine. And I know there's a lot of people out there struggling, and I understand that. And I feel for people who are cooped up in a flat and maybe can't get, haven't got any outside space, can't get out. That must be really hard, especially if you've yeah. got little ones or you're looking after someone. So I'm well aware at this point in time, having a garden and being in the Peak District, I am very, very lucky. Now, like everyone, all my work's gone, but I know mm. that's happened to, to all of us. And that whether you work for a company or you're self-employed, it's all all over the place, isn't it? So, yeah. I'm, and, and they're dealing, I, I'm not a fan of this government, but they're dealing with that whoever's in charge, all the civil servants trying to deal with everything all at the same time. Where I am, I've no complaints. And also you're with I'm your lovely right. wife, Helen, and the kids. Exactly. And the big thing that we always, you know, especially comics, if you're on the road, the thing that we always miss is is time with the family. I've got, I busted my kids out of jail like the A-team, a.k.a. school, and I've got <laughs> my kids. And, and we can, hopefully, we can look back on this whole thing when we're on the other side of it. As a bit like one of them, I used to love a power cut in the 70s. I remember <laughs> the electric would always go out and the candles from under the sink. We'd have, we had a gas cooker, so then we have tea made by candlelight and sit there and have candlelight tea. And they're memories Aww. that I remember as being really quite lovely and all cosy. And, and I'm hoping that, that there'll be an element of that that the kids remember when they're, when they're grown up. I'm sure they will look back at it, Rob, no, and I, go, it was yeah. a very special time. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. And and um, and it's But it's also a very difficult time for a lot of people as well, isn't it? It is. You've been doing this thing with chickens. Talk us through it. Well, Barbara... The sport of chicken racing. Who would have known when um, me and Helen uh, innocently and humbly recorded, as we still do, the first of the chicken races, that it would go global? Who, who could have predicted uh, a week ago, today I would be Barbara Nice on her own show about this incredible sport which has captivated the nation? Um, on Saturday, we're going live on Talk Sport and... Um, I've had replies from as far afield as Brazil. People in, in Brazil enjoy the chicken racing. <laughs> it's incredible. But the, but the people is talking to you about it, Barbara, because I know I know that you really understand the sport. I do. And I've always been a big fan of Mrs McFeathers. You know, she's been doing quite well, hasn't she, Mrs McFeathers? Well, she had a quiet start to the season. <laughs> See, I've slipped into kind of commentator voice. She had a very quiet start to the season, Barbara, but yesterday she took the race right on the line, which took a slow motion replay to confirm that her chicken foot crossed the hose pipe first. <laughs> so Brazil, talk sport, the Royals will be next. What I don't want it to become is I don't want I want it to remain a people's sport. I think that's important. Mm. Um it's it's not about the elites. Um it's something that can be enjoyed uh, on a very, very low budget. And I think I think yeah. that's the Sport should be a democracy, shouldn't it? It should always be owned by the people. By the chickens, for the people. For the chickens, <laughs> by the people. Of course. How's Helen finding it? Because the, the one I saw, she kept saying, can we go in now? It's cold. Yeah, it's something of a whirlwind, isn't it? It's uh, when mm. something this big comes along, change can be very challenging for a partner. 
especially yes. when um, she sees me. She's got a, a kid's book coming out next year. Blah, blah, blah. But but now I'm really getting some heat over the chicken racing, Barbara. Um, yeah, we, we're going to have to see how it pans out. I mean, I don't, I don't know how many relationships could stand this kind of trajectory. No, I know. Look, are we talking about maybe having to get related? Well... I mean, I wouldn't rule anything out at this, at this <laughs> stage in the game, but uh, seriously, she's actually dealing with it very well. <laughs> Have you seen The Tiger King on Netflix? Now, I want to watch it. So tell me what she's doing, Helen. Explain what Helen's doing. Well, we watched the first episode of Tiger King and, and it's it's pretty crazy. And then I was talking to a friend of mine who watched all of them and said, but you have to trust me, it gets more and more crazy with every episode and it's absolutely insane and it just ratchets up it uh, focuses around this uh, guy in america who self-appointed tiger king and his long-standing rival with carol baskin who runs a, a rival big cat sanctuary and there's like there's there's a, there's a murder plot and also it, it's crazy hopefully that's not going to happen chicken racing she's taking it upon herself to try and kind of um start making a, a documentary about me the chicken king well, you might as well. We've got time on our hands now. And listen, you're going global already. So, you know what I mean? People, it, you're on to something. Got to grasp the nettle with both hands, haven't you? Mm-hmm. And ride that nettle all the way through the storm. <laughs> These are the sports analogies I'm working on for my, my commentary. Yeah, on the nettle one, finish it off with and make sure you land next to some dot leaves. Oh, yeah. You've got to grasp the nettle with both hands and ride that all the way through the shit storm, but hopefully land it right by some dock leaves. Yeah, perfect. Come on, kid. Absolutely perfect. That's good, isn't it? No, well, go on. The other thing with sports commentary learnt, the letter T becomes almost like a soft letter D. So instead of saying sport, oh. you'd say sport. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Welcome to talk sport. The T becomes a soft D. Uh, so I'm working on that at the moment as well. So, I mean, I've got all the time in the world, Barbara. I know, to Thanks. work on stuff. Am I going mad? I don't know. Are you a nice lad. Listen, you like DIY. Have you got any projects on or is it all going with the chicken stuff now? I love a bit of DIY and I've got, um, mm. I've got a toilet to plumb in. Here in the in in the garage uh, workshop stroke um, hiding cave, uh, and I, so I've got a toilet to plumb in. So I'll be doing that over the next few weeks, which I'm quite excited about. It's the first time I've ever ever plumbed in a toilet. The uh, the cold water feed, but also I've got to deal with the soil pipe, which is the technical term for the pipes that take all the um, all, all the mess down into the into the aquatic system. The the place the shit goes. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So Ben, it's the first time I've ever actually plumbed in a soil pipe, and it's a it's a, it's a whole different ball game. You get that wrong, and then mm. literally you know about it. <laughs> so if anything goes wrong in the Peak District, soil pipe wise, you know he's put it in the wrong place. That's what's going on. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, you know, best case scenario, there'll be a slight pong. Worst case scenario. Uh, I completely pollute the entire reservoir system. So we just have to see which which way the uh, wrench swings. Yeah, exactly. Is, is it, is it <laughs> clockwise for tightening, anti-clockwise to loosen off? There's only one way to find out, isn't there? <laughs> now, listen, you was going to be in the upstart crow, wasn't you, in the West End? Did you actually open it before all this happened? Yeah, we did. We opened on, preview was like the 7th of February. We opened on about the 13th, 14th. So we we got we did a month 
We did a month oh. and then we got shut down. Oh, well, a month's not bad. That's all right. You had a good run in. Yeah, we, it was, you know, I, I'm thankful for, for the experience. It, it was really good fun. And yeah, we got a month in. But yeah, you just put it all into perspective, don't you? It's not, you know, you don't just lose your job in this show. It's all the people front of house, everyone who flies the sets in and out, all the sound, the lighting. Yeah. Uh, the ushers and then all the restaurants nearby and all the you know the people who take the taxis um all of the yeah and right right through to like the the poor homeless people in the west end who will have no one around that who might give them some change or buy them a cup of tea or a sandwich or or talk yeah. to them so a whole it... a whole ecosystem kind of falls apart and and but then that helps you get a perspective on things because you realize oh yeah you we're all we're all in this that's right, we're all connected up. And I hope when it's all over that, and a lot of people have said this, I'm not being Nostradamus or anything like that, kid, or even Mystic Meg. When I say some things will be better, I hope. Yeah, I think that, I mean, that's all, all we ever can do, isn't it, is, is keep hoping. And um, I'm really enjoying talking to you despite this enormous satellite delay we've developed. But, uh, I know, but we've I managed that Paul to do can it. Just he can probably pull the little bits of threads of conversation together. I'm sure he can. He can tighten them up, but but it is that thing, isn't it? That you know, that I think this is it is a very interesting time, isn't it? And I'm, I imagine that's probably what you're you're getting towards is that this is one of those things that's it's out of our control. What's happened in modern day life with technology and everything and instantaneous gratification, buying something on Amazon, it coming that same day or whatever, is it gives us the illusion that we are absolutely in control of everything and mm. then something like this reminds us that it's not it's it's mother nature or whatever however people think that whatever's driving the the universe but we're not and 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 we have to we're not in control of everything I think. yeah it's also rob a massive opportunity for chicken racing and i'm pleased love you're going global it's huge yeah. It's pigging huge. Right, kids, now listen. Well this is going global. I think I mean that's as I say, I was I was in conversation with um uh, my cousin's brother who lives in uh, in Brazil and people are going crazy for it in Brazil. So that's a great sign. Because <laughs> without football, I mean Brazil is looking for a new sport. And if we could go huge in the South Americas, then then you then you've got got it got it sorted. But you've got it say, sorted. My, my big love. fear is about the big cats coming in and trying to carve it up money wise and stuff, and it's and they'll just destroy the game. Keep listen, keep it with the people, with the chickens for the people. Promise me you'll do that, Rob. I will All do right. it. And, I, and my girls, they they you know they they love to race because they, they chase me around the garden anyway. So we thought we might as well just put a finishing line. I know, there. and they really like doing it now. Honestly, click onto this thing we're talking about now. You just get it on Rob Rouse's Twitter thing. And these chickens are pigging, loving it. Honestly, Rob, they love doing it, don't they? they you're not they, forcing them, love, are you? They want to do I, it. I think they really do. They, they chase me regardless. So it's just yeah. a case of filming them chasing me around the garden, which they'd be doing anyway. Well, good luck with it. And tell Helen good luck with the book. When does that book come out, love? I think it comes out uh, early next year, as far as I can remember. And then I imagine she'll be going on book tours and then I'll be um, a kept man. That's, that's oh, the plan. Oh, very nice. Just free to, free to ch race chickens. <laughs> What's it called, the book? Because people, I want people to look out for it because it's a good book. She told me about it when I stopped at your house. It sounds smashing. Yeah, it's lovely. She she sends a love as well. She had to go out and walk the dogs because they were going a bit oh, nuts. Um, but um, 
It's called The Boy Who Made Everybody Laugh. And it's about a little boy who is he's 11 years old. He's just about to start secondary school. And he dreams of being a stand-up comedian. But he thinks he can't be a stand-up comedian because he's got a stutter. And he thinks he won't be able to do his uh, become a comedian unless he gets rid of his stutter. And, and the book is about... It's about him learning to understand and accept who he is and that, that's it's really beautiful funny uh but very kind of gorgeous like story of an internal story which is lovely it's like there's lots of enormous crash bang wallop magic and and, and piff puff poof uh, you know <laughs> great soprano not great soprano <laughs> experiatum i've not i've not read harry potter's here's helen <laughs> Don't worry, I've not read Pinky Harry Potter either. Do you want me to get her in? Is she there? She's she's just coming through the gate. I can see her. I'll just. I'll have a quick out. word with her, then we'll have to go off. But listen, I know the great Suprendo. I used to work Hello. with great Suprendo. Is she there? Have a quick chat to Barbara. She wants to talk to you. <laughs> I'll be too quick. Just like I'll just that, go and yeah. get her for you. All right, then. thank you. There he is. He's a very nice lad, as you can tell, Rob, from that talk. And then, and then she's here now. Hi. She's... Are, you, are you there, Helen? I am. I am. Hey, how are you? I'm all right. How are you getting on? I'm good. I'm good. I've just been out for a nice walk with the dogs. I'm very good. We're all well, so that's good. The chickens thing's taking off, Helen. It's kicking off, isn't it? I feel thrilled. I knew, you know, when you, there's a moment and you have mm. a realisation that this is going to be big. And I've, mm. I knew it. I've been dreaming about chickens. I, I had a really long dream about the chicken racing last night, in fact. So, anyways, you've made it now. But I'm very glad about the book as well, Helen. You know, the chickens are big, but the book's going to be big and all, isn't it? Love? Oh, bless you. Yeah, fingers crossed. The publishing industry is it's all very, still very exciting, and I'm, and I'm working, beavering away on book two. I can only dream that it would be as big as chicken racing. That's, that's the dream. <laughs> I liked it, Helen, when I saw the chicken race and you're in the back going, can we go in now? It's cold. <laughs> no, I know. I'm not quite as dedicated and I only wore the high-vis on one day. Oh. <laughs> I'm so pleased to talk to you both and I'm glad the kids are all right. See you soon, love. Enjoy yourselves. It sounds like you are. Brilliant. We are. Take and care. to you. Ta-ra, Rob. See you later, Barbara. Love you. See you, love. Get that toilet plumbed in. You've got a weekend now, Barbie. You can catch up on Tiger King. And I am glad it's the weekend. <laughs> because we've got to have a bit of shape to everything. Yeah. And I was going to keep working up every day until last week. Paul said, Barbara, it's Friday. Have the weekend off. And I'm saying to you, it is Friday. And tomorrow's Saturday. Mm. And just try and make it a little bit special in the ways we've been talking about. Yeah. yeah. Have your Otherwise, chips. It's all messing around yeah have some chips have some pig in chip and we'll see you on well we won't see you but we'll be back again on monday and i've got some nice guests lined up i won't say who they are in case at the last minute they drop out because we're living in, in un, unknown times i don't mean drop out get poorly but things like <laughs> things happen you know what i'm talking about shut up Barbara. you're digging the right big old piece you know what i'm saying and just want to say thanks to all the great guests we've had. What's been the best thing about it is getting this connection going, really. And thank you, Paul. I do appreciate it, especially when you had your girlfriend's oh, you. birthday during the week and all that. I, <laughs> did, I did take the day off, which is a good idea. And I've nearly thank you for your entertainment, Barbara. Paul, are you all right? What will you be doing tomorrow? 
Oh, I probably another big Netflix documentary. Maybe go for a short walk. Yeah. It's, it's just it's my day of leisure. Maybe we have some chips now. I've got the idea. But you do think that them doing that chicken king would be good for the oh, Lion yeah. King thing? Yeah. Yes, and that's and there's lots of great content like that. I mean, Bob's you know just filming chickens in his house and everyone wants to watch and it's like part of our routines now Richard Herring plays snooker in his, in his house people watch it you know it's 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 nice to have some routine daily yeah. and, and some some of our favorite people can join us yeah and and what I'm trying to do around about five o'clock on Facebook mm. I'm reading Winnie the Pooh to kids because like I say I don't want Dolly Parton coming in I've got to get there before Dolly That's we'll have to ask her on the podcast yeah. we'll have a face off podcast face off with Dolly anyway alright love over and out Barbara Nice here Barbara's in Stryers at Nice and the Biscuit with lovely Paul thanks Paul have a nice weekend see ya and have a nice weekend everybody cheerio kids bye see ya thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app